Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insights into who we are and what we do. So while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at PIRB.co.za for more. It's a warm and hearty welcome to you, the listener and the viewer out there. This is another exciting edition of the Professional Plumber Podcast. Now in this episode, I am joined by Debbie Donaldson, a entrepreneurial and leadership coach and mentor to discuss the issue and the subject of achieving and maintaining a healthy work-life balance. Uh, my name is Willem Klopper, I'm your host and like I said I'm joined by Debbie. Debbie, a warm welcome to you as well and, and thanks for your time and effort in joining us for this episode. Oh, thank you very much. It's lovely to be here and uh, and to be part of this conversation. It's an important one. Absolutely. And I think it's it's in these times, in the tough times that we are in, um, it is an extremely important topic to discuss because it is something that is quite neglected um, overall in general by many people. And I think it is something that's very important because it can be detrimental if it is not achieved and not maintained. Mm, mm, thank you for that. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> and um, I thought it was just an interesting. You had a, uh, you shared a quote with me before the show. I don't know if you're going to share it just now, but yeah, I, I thought it was very apt it was, uh, in terms of this conversation. Yeah. It was. It was. It, it was the famous Dolly Parton, the singer, uh, who always used to sing the country songs with uh, Kenny Rogers. And so um, she said. She once said, "Never get so busy making a living." that you forget to make a life and that's what mm. you, you know we, we we tend to get into this rut where we are so stuck in 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 focusing on our careers and our work that we forget to find a balance between that and you know the the things that make us relax and switch off and our personal life and our health for that matter yes and there's there's something just in terms of that comment that uh, we we often forget, and in, in my experience with my clients who are um, inevitably uh, owners and owner-managed businesses, is that we think that um, we don't have a choice <laughs> in that process. We almost forget, it's not that we we actively think about it; we just forget that we have a choice in that process to actually create our life and to choose how to invest our time and energy in life. Mm. And we forget that because we get into a habit of seeing work as proper, as possibly the primary part of our life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hence, I'm saying this is going to be a very interesting conversation. But before we get into the details there of Debbie and to our viewers and our listeners out there, let's just take a quick ad break. We'll be right back after this. Besides the growing demand, therefore, electric point-of-use geysers are very different from conventional, closed, unvented geysers. In celebration of the festive season, Articulated offers a 10% discount on the electric point-of-use geyser installation course. Visit www.iopsotraining.co.za today to book your online course, not only to expand your knowledge of electronic point-of-use geysers, but also to gain the opportunity to expand your business's service. Are you having questions about the Plumbing Industry Registration Board and the Plumbing Industry in South Africa? 
Well, then join us on the couch and in conversation with the industry experts to answer all your lingering questions about the plumbing industry. The PIRB remains committed to ensuring open and consistent communication within the plumbing industry. So, be part of the conversation. Send us your questions on email at communications at prrb.co.za or on WhatsApp on 079-833-6930. Become a part of the conversation today. Hashtag on the couch. Hashtag PIRB. Welcome back to this exciting edition of the Professional Plumber Podcast. Uh, my name is Willem Klopper, I'm your host, and I'm joined by Debbie Donaldson, an entrepreneurial and leadership coach and uh, mentor. And today, specifically in this episode, we're discussing achieving, finding that ultimate balance between work life or work and, and personal life. Debbie, um, I have welcomed you and we have sort of started kicking off and touching on certain issues about this subject already just before we went into the ad break. But just for, our, for the sake of our viewers and our listeners out there, would you mind to quickly introduce yourself with a little bit of a background about yourself to our listeners and viewers, please? Yes, sure. Um, I am an owner-managed uh, founder of uh, the business called Because You're Worth It, which you can um, find on www.youareworthit.co.za. Um, and in terms of that, I designed the business uh, in 2013 to really um, respond to a gap which I experienced myself coming through corporate and through the businesses that I was involved in, um, in terms of personally supporting an individual in meeting the challenges and, and opportunities that they, are, they face through coaching and mentoring but also to provide support to teams of people who are looking at the dynamics that they have in their team and um, looking at how we can either work with conflict or align the thinking, that type of thing. And then finally, um, looking at how can we implement strategy and make things actually happen on the ground? Because many business owners and teams have great ideas, but they don't always get it implemented. Mm -hmm. And so my role in the organization is really to find new ways to do that and to fill those gaps and innovate in those gaps. I always say when you mentioned now you've got great, some people in the companies, organizations, they've got great ideas, but they never implement those. Um, in a previous leadership development course that I participated in, uh, it was called, you've got the dreamers and you've got the doers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I mean, the, that's a nice way of looking at things, but it also requires a response between the dreamers and the doers, right? How do those two connect and how do we connect as, as a team and translate that dream into actual implementation? And so there's, uh, and we often want, we create a difference between ourselves as team members, but we don't make the connection and how we actually translate us skills and the gifts we have into delivery. So yes, thank you for that analogy. All pun intended, uh, Debbie, seeing that we're on the subject of balance, it's finding that yeah. balance between the two, right? And, and yeah. ultimately utilizing both strengths from both spheres, from the dreamers and the implementers. Yes. And, and yes. Talking, mm -hmm. talking about balance, I want to kick off my first question to you today. 
Um, Debbie, how would you, I mean, we can easily go on the internet and surf uh, the definition of work-life balance, but how would you, from your perspective and your experience and knowledge and expertise in the field that you work in, how would you sum it up and summarize work-life balance? So Philip, I'd like to invite you to consider that we are not talking about work-life balance. Work, because that definition almost implies us to say work is separate to our lives. Mm. And in reality, work is one of the ways in which we show up in our lives. Yeah. So it's just one aspect. And um, I'd like to invite almost the listeners to consider how do we balance our lives? Because work is one thing. Our relationships with our friends and our family are another. Um, community is another. Spiritualism is another. Our education and our finance and our health and well-being are another. So there's many aspects to our lives, if you're going to use lenses like that, that we can show up in our lives. And how do we balance all of that? And what is our choice in balancing that? All right. And, it, and, it's, and it's also specifically when it comes to um, if we are focusing on our viewers now, we're talking in a, in a business perspective to our viewers and our listeners out there um, about the fact that we want to sort of find an equilibrium on the one sphere or the one aspect of our lives and how we can show up there, which is our career. And then also the more personal side of that, which is our, like you mentioned, the health, the, the well-being, the personal lives as our relationships at home, um, those kind of things. Uh, and I think that also I, I, I liked how you sort of peeled it off piece by piece and, and explained it like peeling an onion, uh, breaking it open and, and, and giving a little bit more clarity on that. Because uh, you did, did, just before we started recording, you did mention that sort of there is a misunderstanding between work-life balance because of people seeing it only as career and only as the personal side of it, but there are many other aspects as well. But let's talk about what work-life balance entails and why it isn't so, why is it so important to achieve it and actually maintain it? What would your perspective be on that? So if we look at just the um, the balancing of our lives, <laughs> I'm going to stretch you again, <laughs> because it's so often that we, we do see it in such distinct parts, okay? Um, I, the invitation is to look at it and say, I'm, the, I'm a human being and I show up in all aspects of this life. And so our choices and the way we think, the way we feel and the way we behave are going to influence us every day. So if you're making choices every day to prioritize the way you spend your energy fully, like um, if you think about it in proportion, okay, you know, if you have to say, okay, my whole my whole day, eight hours of my day or 10 hours or 12 hours is going to be a choice to work, there's going to be a cost for, to that. There is a cost or there is an opportunity lost to um, putting into my life only one aspect of the way in which I show up. And so when we make those choices every day, we develop habits every day. And we, we often elude ourselves. We go, okay, I'm just going to do it for this little bit of time because now is a crisis. Mm. And so we make that choice for six months. But now that choice every day has become a habit. And now that's the way we are showing up across our lives. Mm. And therefore we feel a sense of, depletion you know the question I, I like to ask my clients is 
how is this energizing you or how is it not energizing you? Oh. you know, what is the, what is it feeding you and how is it serving you the choices that you're making? Because then you're going to know how important it is to you or not. It brings us back to that. Debbie, I like how you, you use diplomatic terms to, to <laughs> talk to and speak to certain things. He's saying consequences where I would have blatantly wrote it down as risks. If you, <laughs> if you focus too much on one thing and neglect the other, um, the, the consequences that you refer to, the term that you used, I would have said that those are, there are risks associated with an imbalance. Um, and, mm. and going back to the question I asked about the importance of finding and achieving a balance and then sort of maintaining it, uh, you, you mentioned that showing up and the choice that we make, I, I love how you bring it in because it is the choice that we make. We say that we now have a crisis at work, so now we have a choice. Do we put in those extra hours every evening, stay behind when it is already time to go home and focus on the other aspects of life? Or do we stay here and make sure that things get done here at work and put in that extra time? And for the six months that we put it in, it then becomes a habit and becomes the norm, as I would say. And then it goes back to those consequences that you mentioned. And you said that there are consequences because some other aspects of your life in, in where you have to show up are going to get neglected and you're going to focus less on those like your health. Um, your health can get affected. You can start getting burned out. You said you reach a point of depletion. That's the term that you used. Um, and, and in many aspects, if you go and do some research on the internet about uh, you know, work-life balance, you would hear the word exhaustion and burnout because those are some of the risks, stress, you know, anxiety and those kind of things. If a person starts to focus more on the one place that you show up in your life, as you've explained it, then the others are sort of going to get neglected. And that, that, that includes your, your mental well-being, your physical health and those kind of things. Yeah. And those are all some of the consequences that those can turn, you know, it can have a negative impact if we focus too much on one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I really just want to bring it back to us because it's us, right, as individuals that are showing up in every area of our life. And so there's themes that we tend to see, and I'm, I'm just going to use the analogy of us as a human being, as a whole human being, just to help us understand some of those signals where we feel that maybe our life is not as fulfilling as it, we would like it to be, or we are not as energized by getting up every morning or participating and doing what we thought we loved. <laughs> and, and now we're finding, well, we, we actually just don't have the energy. Hmm. So um, I'd like us to think about it in terms of how we think, how we feel, and how our body is showing up, okay? And we often, we know a lot about our thought process, but we often forget that our body is an intelligence tool. Hmm. And if you talk about exhaustion, how often do we as business owners or as people who run organizations ignore our bodies? Mm. We just almost say, oh, no, no, I've got a man up, I've got a woman up, I've got to do this stuff. You know, I'm a mother or I'm a dad or I'm a <clears throat> business owner, so I've just got to push through. You're a provider, you have listen. to provide. 
Yes, that's exactly. And we don't listen to our bodies. And when our bodies are exhausted or tired, we ignore that and we carry on. We just master through. And then we 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 aren't recognizing that we are in that process. We're actively making choices, not realizing it, to actually create a situation in our bodies where our bodies just can't cope any longer. You know, we we have. Um, we have adrenaline, we have cortisol in our bodies, which are hormones to help us kind of fight and look for lions and hunt. <laughs> but, you know, we, were, we weren't created to hunt every moment of every day. <laughs> fight or flight. So as, in some instances, yes. we need to flight. <laughs> yes, Go exactly. relax. Exactly. So there's parts of us we don't, and when we don't pay attention to us, then we start developing the high blood pressure, the cholesterol, the sense of forgetfulness, all those physical symptoms which are there to tell us we are in, in imbalance. And how are we listening to that so that we can make different choices each day in terms of work, in terms of other areas of our life to keep that balance? Mm. So that's just one aspect. Um, I don't know if you want to just comment on that in terms of our physicality, because the other I one I thought I'll share is the emotion and the thinking. I do. I, I think we are heading in time-wise, we are heading towards taking an ad break. But I do want to quickly comment on that. You're absolutely correct, Debbie, because the fact is that it again boils down to the consequences of our choices. If we choose to follow this path where we exhaust ourselves and, and deplete ourselves in the one, you're talking about our energy and, and that also is closely related to our focus. That is one of the consequences that if we, if we don't find and achieve and maintain that balance, work-life balance, we focus too much, let's say for instance, example, our career and our work, and we spend so much time when we get burned out and exhausted and depleted, that one of those consequences is a poor product productivity because we, we are drained. We don't have that energy um, and we don't have that focus anymore. And our productivity at our, at our organizations, our companies, our employers, wherever we are, becomes lower. It, it is negatively impacted and affected by that. Would you agree mm. with that? You know, I would, and our, our, and that brings me to there's this connection between our body and our mind. You know, so much of productivity is related to how do we feel in our body and can we actually perform because our brain takes up 20% of our energy, right, just to, to, just to be there, to think. But when we are exhausted, we also battle to make decisions. And so because there's this connection, we get very stuck in our heads and we get stuck on things and we find ourselves almost overwhelmed unconsciously. Yeah. And it takes us longer to make decisions. Absolutely. So, you know, you know, if we if we continue to ignore our bodies, if we don't feed our bodies, if we don't take breaks and exercise to decrease our uh, cortisol levels, we end up influencing our thinking. Mm. And we're, we're so stuck in there, we've got to push. We lose sight of maybe we're not making as robust or clear decisions as we thought we were. And we're finding we're having to revisit decisions or come back to decisions because we're not fully present when we are making decisions. As an example, there could be many things. Mm. Yeah, Debbie, I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> I mean, I'm learning from you because I had a, I had a completely different perspective of the subject and as we talk I'm learning so much from you and I find it extremely interesting and I, I think we've got a lot more to discuss.
But I think let's just take a quick ad break for our viewers and our listeners. Don't go away. Do stay tuned because there's a lot more to come, more interesting information and valuable information that Debbie and I are going to share with you right after this. Good day. How can I help you? Hi. I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called the App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRB profile on the App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. The PORB Master Plumber Recognition Program has officially arrived. As an essential service to society, there must be constant growth and development within this important and ever-changing industry. Developed by the PORB, the Master Plumber Recognition Program has launched as a new PORB designation, allowing industry champions to take the lead. Skilled and experienced plumbers equipped to take the lead Enroll today to start your journey in becoming a recognized PIRB Master Plumber. Welcome back to this awesomely exciting and interesting conversation that we're having on another episode of the Professional Plumbing Podcast. I am Willem Klopper and I'm having a conversation with Debbie Donaldson about finding or achieving and maintaining work-life balance and we had a very interesting conversation just before we went into the ad break. Debbie, just before we went into the ad break, you mentioned that there were two aspects that you wanted to or two spheres that you wanted to touch on and, and, and quickly discuss. And I think it was the, was it that the emotional side of things and the physical side of things that you wanted to touch on? And because I interrupted you when you said to me, uh, Willem, do you want to comment on what I said before? <laughs> and I did comment because I love to chat, <laughs> but I'm going to give you the opportunity to quickly discuss those two things that you wanted to. Perfect. So, uh, you know, we were talking about our bodies and just how we are listen or don't listen to our bodies and take care of our bodies. Um, and the other thing I wanted to just talk about is just how our emotional, our emotional states, because so many of us will um, think that we have that emotion, we're making decisions without emotion, but emotions are very much an integrated part of our decision making. And we often, like, something will upset us, but we don't acknowledge it because we're plowing forward, we're moving forward for whatever reason, we put it aside because we hope to retain our relationships at work or wherever, you know, in different parts of our lives. And we put a, a cap on our emotions, but they don't go away and they build up. And those emotions, when we are in those emotional states, we are again affecting our body because we are releasing um, hormones that create stress <laughs> and we are then affecting how we process how we, our organs in our body and our brain power that leads to memory loss, Alzheimer's, all kinds of things, right? <laughs> so the invitation is really to watch the signals. If we are trying to put a cap on our emotions and we're not acknowledging them and working with them as a tool 
to inform us as business people, we are losing an opportunity. And again, we uh, there are consequences to that. And that results in those disconnects, mm -hmm. those really difficult times, the depression that sets in um, because we are not connected to even ourselves. So how can we connect to others? So yeah. I just wanted to mention emotions as one issue. It is to watch for signals. It is unbelievable, uh, Debbie, that the, the, the extent of the effects that it can have if we don't achieve and maintain that balance between things. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I find it interesting, Debbie, that you mentioned earlier on in the conversation that you know, some of it is caused by our decisions. And, and, and we did briefly speak about the fact that we can land ourselves in our business, um, whether we are the employer or the, 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 the owner of the company, or whether we are the employee, that we find ourselves often in, in situations where there's a crisis and we now need to put in all this effort. And we consciously make that decision to start putting in that extra hours, extra effort, focus more on showing up in the one aspect or sphere of our lives and start to sort of neglect the others, not focusing so much, achieving that balance or maintaining that balance. So that can be one sort of cause for that imbalance is our choices, the decisions that we make. But I want to shoot the question just, you know, sort of out from the hip. Is, are there sort of outside influences that is sort of not our decision or a pertinent decision that we make, a choice that we make that can force, that can sort of cause this imbalance between things? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's, um, when we saw that in COVID, right? We saw that when something happens that is outside of our control, it creates this imbalance in ourselves. And that then creates an imbalance in our response. Because during COVID, we, you know, if you think about this, um, when we are out of control of a situation and we can't control it, there's three other areas that get influenced very quickly in our lives. Is that our belief in ourselves, mm. our ability to connect with others, and then this kind of flight-fright response where we either run towards something or run away from it. And so if we can't control something, if something's outside of our control, we land up influencing those other spheres. Mm. And that has consequences for us as well. So absolutely, when we have, when we are unable to control some of our circumstances, we then go into this kind of um, state that is not energy in energizing or serving us. And the question then is, how can we gain control within ourselves? Because this balance within ourselves is the answer, right? Yeah. <laughs> is how do we place ourselves back in control of what we can control yes. and allow ourselves then to feel confident in what we are able to control versus what we can't. But so many of us take our minds to, on, we place a lot of energy and our thinking capacity on things that are outside of our control. And so we land up giving away a sense of our own future <laughs> and creating and setting ourselves up to have this imbalance, not only in ourselves, but in how we are acting and playing out in different situations in our life. 
Because I think we're getting to the crux of this conversation now. I think our viewers and our listeners were sitting here and saying, all right, we hear what the causes are of an imbalance, whether it's within ourselves or things that are out of our control. And they were all sort of sitting there and waiting. Okay, give us some tips now. Tell us how we can find that balance. Give us, tell us, guide us, tell us about the, you know, taking control again. And it's interesting, Debbie, because, uh, you know, we did say that you're a leadership coach among being, you know, also an entrepreneurial coach and mentor, but also a leadership coach and mentor. Um, one of the other leadership and, and development coaches and mentors that, I, that I've had quite a few podcasts with before, um, it, it is amazing how it, the same thing pops up in every conversation. And that is taking control over the things that we can and do have control over. That's one of the starting points because it is a fact. There are things that we do not have control over. And it will exhaust us if we try and take control over that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a good starting point. But what other things can we give as advice to our listeners and our viewers at their sort of tips just to achieve or find that balance and then maintain it? Yeah. So I'm going to uh, take a route, which because uh, as you said earlier, you can go and Google a lot of tips, right? Mm. You, you know, put up your phone, um, only work within working hours, all these things. What I want to just come back to is how do we gain control over ourselves? Because often we don't realize that we are responding to everything around us, like your Dolly Parton quote, versus how do we place ourselves in a space where we can respond to what we are not in control of and respond to what we are in control of in a calm manner, in a manner in which we feel fulfilled. Mm. So the first thing I want to invite the listeners to is to think about breathing. You know, when you're tense and you're constantly working, you don't, you forget to breathe. There's almost a sense of like breathing happens in the background, so I'm alive and that's okay. You know, I'm breathing, I'm alive, what's your problem? <laughs> but we don't actually slow ourselves down to actually take a breath. Mm. And even if you just tried it now and you took two deep breaths with me, you will start to realize that when I breathe in and slow things down a little bit, I'm doing what I spoke about earlier. I'm making space for the stress hormones to decrease and for the other hormones that create clarity, connection to be released. Mm. And now I move from the back of my brain, which is that responsive brain, to the front of my brain where I can make calm, logical decisions. And we forget to just breathe. It's a very practical issue. We can do it two or three times a day. We can pause and breathe. It's easy to be done. And the other thing is that just by taking a breath, we create a bit of space for ourselves to just pause. <laughs> Which brings me um, to the, the pause. You know, we're quite frightened of pausing. I'm not sure why. <laughs> it's almost like if we don't keep, keep going, keep going, you know, we can't achieve what we want to achieve. But sometimes we just need to pause, right? <laughs> and reflect. And so many of my clients who are in that keep going, keep going place find themselves almost losing sight of purpose. Yeah. So my invitation is pause and reflect. Mm. It's another wonderful tool. What is it that I'm doing here and what does it mean to me? Because it allows you to continue to do what you're doing 
or maybe you change tacks, or maybe you actually choose that this is not serving me today and mm. I need to invest my time and energy in something else. So that's the other is the power of reflection is very important. And again, it takes but a minute. Mm. <laughs> Honesty is not time consuming, it's but a minute. Debbie, Debbie if I can chip in there, you know, if, when I Googled and when I did a bit of research before we did this podcast, one of the things that stood out was, you know, taking breaks. And whether it's that minute to reflect, like you're saying, to pause and reflect and take those breaths, um, yes. or whether it is to just take a 10 minute break and have a cup of coffee and just really just open up your mind, relax and switching yes. off for that. And because then when you return, you, you will start thinking clearer. Is that, yes. th does that supplement yes. to what you were saying now? Absolutely. I really concur with that. And that brings me to this kind of concept of, you know, keeping, moving your body. <laughs> we weren't built to sit still for 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> and, you know, we're just not, we have muscles and, you know, joints so that we can move. <laughs> and, uh, and 100%. And, you know, I really think that there's an opportunity for us when we take that break to take a walk outside put yourself in a different environment. Look at, you know, if you have the, the added bonus of having nature outside because you work from home or you work outside, use that opportunity, especially in the plumbing space. You know, people work outside. You have the opportunity to look up. Look at some trees, look at some stuff, breathe, just take that, that sense of moving yourself from one space to another. But also, here's where you get to walk upstairs, <laughs> take a walk outside, move your body. And we're not talking about heavy gym activity mm. here. We're talking about just simple movement of your body, more getting, than I did yesterday. You getting know? the blood and the oxygen flowing through your body, because that's part yes. of taking the breath. Reason why we take yes. breaths is to get oxygen into our bodies and it helps yeah. us think as well. And moving does the exact same thing because it lets that blood circulate the blood and the oxygen within the blood. Yes. And the, the important part here is all the hormonal releases that take place, even in men, okay, not only in women, in men as well. What you say? <laughs> yes, you have hormones, right? And those hormones that we're trying to release are the ones that are going to serve you to have a clear thinking mind, that are going to help you feel connected, and for you to be calm when you're making decisions. So that's, in, you know, just exercise in small doses, small forms, movement of your body where that stretches, those are all important. And then, dare I say, um, one of the things that I really want to encourage is associate with input that is going to serve you. Mm. So if you're going to have time with people, get in touch with people who are going to put the right kind of input into you. <laughs> because we surround ourselves by people who also speak negatively. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we get to dinner, we get to, we have meetings at work and the whole conversation is about what's going wrong. Really look at books, films, podcasts, YouTube videos that are going to build the input and serve you energetically as opposed to you get away from this and you feel, oh, I'm exhausted. Mm. You know, that was just so tough that, that that time with that person in that meeting. Really choose the kind of input that you're giving into your body mm. and into your mind. 
You know, getting back to that, choosing the right things, the right inputs um, that will have a positive effect. And when it specifically comes to the work environment, that, that sphere in which we show up in our lives, um, there's a lot of things that we can implement at work too that will contribute to, you know, a, I wouldn't say a lighter work environment, but a less stressful environment. We can do things like setting accurate goals. We can break up large tasks into smaller chunks and then list the steps to complete those tasks and prioritize those. We can learn to delegate. We can learn to say no. Those are all inputs because I, I hear you using the term inputs that we choose that will have the correct impact on us, whether that is us, our mental state, our emotional state, and our physical well-being state, or whether that is for our work purposes. We have to choose correctly. And, and there are many things, correct and, and uh, effective time management at work is one of those things that we can, one of those inputs that we can choose in the working environment and the work conditions to sort of have a positive impact and reduce those things that drain us and that, that takes our energy and our focus away and cause an imbalance. Yeah. And you know, it's so it's interesting you raise those. And another practical thing that I um, that I observe <laughs> is that we have this misnomer that we've got to multitask at work. So we're doing a mm. hundred things at once. And that influences how we spend our time and the time we have available, as well as kind of the impact that we have, right? So an invitation is to consider being present to that task at hand, one at a time, you know? Yeah. Yes, we do have to take a call in between, but one at a time, because our minds are designed to really focus in that way. And if we learn to just focus and be present to what is happening in front of us, that is a skill that serves us at work and across our other areas of life, right? And brings the balance. So everything that I've spoken about is not only work-related, it is across our life. Because if we're now, if we learn to have these habits of breathing, of pausing, of taking breaks, of being present, it now influences all of the other kinds of relationships that we have in the different ways we show up. So yes, that's really important. And the one thing about work <laughs> that we don't associate with work is a practical tip. But we hear about it and we go, oh, you know, we, you know, what? We don't have to worry, you know, oh, what the heck? Let me just eat this thing. Yeah. You know, we eat whatever we have to eat and then we just eat so long as we're full. <laughs> okay. I really want to emphasize our brains need to have the kind of energy that they, you know, they need a certain kind of energy. If we're pumping ourselves full of sugar all day long. Mm -hmm. We literally are uh, uh, at the end, we become uh, intolerant to sugar. Yeah. And so we land up, we influence the way we think. Those, that sugar level in our body is going to create the kinds of things that create memory loss, that create stress, lack of concentration, besides all the other organ mm. damage it does. So I really want to encourage you, invest as much time in what you eat while you're at work so that you can maintain your energy levels and your focus. Take care of yourself. Mm. You know, you are a human being at work <laughs> and in different areas of your life. Take care of yourself. You're worth investing in yourself.
You know, I listened to that, uh, Debbie, and, I, and, it, and it, I'm thinking of myself, we forget that. We are humans and we forget that our bodies is a very complex thing. Our, our, the way it works, the chemicals in our brains and how that is affected by what we put into our mouths. I mean, I, I always make the comparison or use the analogy of the two different types of cars. You've got your diesel vehicles and you've got your petrol diesel vehicles. Now, try putting petrol into a diesel vehicle and then expect it to function as it should and vice versa. Try putting diesel into your petrol vehicle and expect that to function as it should optimally and it won't. Neither one of those two mm -hmm. vehicles will. If you put the, if you put the, if you feed it with the wrong fuel, it will not function the way that it should. It will not function optimally. Yeah. And that unfortunately is a, is a journey. And if we keep on making the choices, we develop a habit that now becomes, okay, well, that's the way to eat or that's the way to look after ourselves. And we, we compare it to, oh, well, if we're not eating like this, we're on diet. But forget about that. Forget about the diet. Think about how you can think clearly and show up well, you know, mm. for yourself that you feel the energy. Don't worry so much about whether you have a whole lot of adipose tissue, you know, around your midriff. <laughs> Think about just how can I be even better, well-oiled, wonderful machine in my yes. workplace. If it, and I don't like the word machine, but a human being in my yeah. workplace. Debbie, we have run out of time for this specific episode. And I think there's a lot more. I think we should have a follow-up podcast, vodcast about this specific subject because there's a lot more that can be said about that. And I think that people are hungry for it because we are all in this rut um, you know, we have all fallen into this rut of overworking ourselves, the imbalance. And I think finding that balance, everybody's longing for it. And hence, we had this discussion today. And I want to thank you again for both your time and your effort, as well as the valuable information that you've shared with us. You, you approached it from a completely different perspective than what I have about the subject. I did my research before we did this podcast, but it was so interesting to hear from the perspective that you were looking at things. So I want to thank you again. It's a pleasure. Thank you for the time. I appreciate being here. It's a passion. I have a passion for this. This is my life. <laughs> so. Debbie, we should definitely do this again. That concludes my conversation with Debbie Donaldson. Uh, but to our viewers and our listeners, please don't go away. Please do stay tuned in because right after this ad break, we will bring you some awesomely interesting industry news. Stay tuned. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. We are rapidly approaching the festive season and coming to a close of the year 2022. So... Be sure to contact us for urgent services before we are on skeleton staff between the 19th and the 23rd of December 2022. The PRB's offices will be closed between Christmas and New Year, but we're open again from the 3rd of January 2023. Sponsorships for the PRB's annual Champions for Charity event are still available. 
Become one of the sponsors for the 2023 Champions for Charity event by visiting www.championsforcharity.co.za That's www.thewordchampions the number for the word charity .co.za. The PIRB is still committed to ensuring open communication within the plumbing industry. So, if you need clarity on plumbing information, please send us your questions on email at communications at PIRB.co.za or on WhatsApp to 079-833-6930. That's WhatsApp 079-833-6930. A few of your questions have been answered on the first and second episode. Be sure to watch the latest episode to see some of the responses to your burning questions. Lastly, the PRB would like to thank all the organizations that formed part of our World Toilet Day celebration. A special thank you goes out also to the plumbers and consumers who attended the event and made it a huge success. Congratulations to everyone who played some of the fun games hosted during the event and who won themselves some awesome prizes. Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.